return off the bye. Today's focus will continue to remain on us. It'll be a lighter day in terms of getting out there, getting the guys' bodies moving, a lot of fundamentals. A couple different things will work as a team in terms of leading in some schematics, going through the back end stretch of the season we'll kind of introduce today. Other than that, biggest thing right now is get the guys back and moving back out of that vacation mode and back into football. So that being said, any questions you guys have? Is everybody back? Is everybody back? Everybody's back in the building, if that's what you're asking. Yes. What would you say the optimism level is on uh, Saquon playing this week? And, 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 you know, he'll and be out here Thomas. with us. And Andrew? So Andrew will move around a little with the trainers today. We'll kind of see him over the next couple of days in terms of progress he's making. Um, you know, it's been moving in the right direction. In terms of Saquon will be out here today doing some stuff with us. And we'll see that kind of builds in throughout the rest of the week. Like I said, he lost a lot last week. You know, not having the availability with the COVID stuff, that kind of set him back a little bit. I wouldn't say set him back physically, but in terms of the timetable, not having him ready for that game. But optimistic, we'll have him out here today, so he moves. Joe, we saw uh, Kevin Abrams at the Pitt-UNC game. I know you guys have faith in Daniel, but is it fair to say you guys are doing due diligence on all the quarterbacks in this coming draft? There's a lot more than just quarterbacks that were in that game. So in terms of we look at a lot of players, that was one of the more notable games last week during the bye week for our guys to get out and watch different players. In terms of our responsibility, it's our job to know everyone's available on the street through these transactions and the draft next year through free agency. That's our job to know what's going on out there. But I wouldn't read too much into that. How much can you change? Like, you did all self scouting. How much can you change during a bye week and coming out of that? I'm like, what are you guys do? I don't think you try to radically change what you're doing. I think there's some things schematically maybe you've looked to do throughout the course of the year. It gives you a couple extra flex days, really introduce it from a teaching mode, and get it practiced by the right pace leading into a game. A lot of it's just reaffirmation of fundamentals and get back out there and work back on some things you did in training camp. Sometimes it's for a guy who joins your team early in the season or midway through the year that you got to kind of go ahead and go back to the beginning for that person, kind of bring them up to speed so that everybody's working on the same page. Joe, you've mentioned uh, about Saquon several times when he was rehabbing with the knee, you know, what a good leader he was, how, you know, the upbeat attitude. Have you seen anything different? Because, you know, he was coming back and he was back from the knee. He played well in New Orleans. And now this this next injury, you know, seemed to really hit him pretty hard, hit everybody pretty hard. You know, it was somewhat expected. Have you, what have you seen from him with this second injury? Well, first of all, I'd say the two injuries are completely unrelated and definitely more of a freak accident. This isn't something from a guy who's, you know, injury prone or something of that nature. You know, it's a freak accident. Guy steps on somebody else's foot. It's nothing related to another injury that keeps lingering over. He did a tremendous job rehabbing the knee coming off of last year. That was a big injury. He did a great job, did a great job off the field for us. He's continued to be a leader for us through this process. Look, I'm not going to speak for any player in terms of their mood or whatever, um, but, you know, for any player who's competitive to get out there, it can be tough, you know, as you make a lot of strides to get back and then feel that you're uninvolved for a little while. For us, it's been keeping him involved mentally, physically trying to get him back out there on the field. We're pleased today we'll have him out there for a little bit with us, get moving around. But the emphasis is to keep him involved with us as a team because he's an impact player for us on and off the field. He's done a great job as far as leadership, staying active as a captain on team, active in captain's meetings. Gives a lot of great insight into what's going on in the locker room for me. A lot of you know pertinent feedback that I need. Uh, so he's done a great job as far as that's concerned. Joe, you, uh, a lot of people in the NFL tell you that fullback is like a dying position, that there is not really a need for fullbacks anymore. You've carried two all year, and last game actually had a play where they were both on the field at the same time. Why is that? Well, I think it's all based on how you use them. You know, I'd say Cullen's primary job for us is special teams. He's an impact player for us in the kicking game. He plays fullback as well, gives us some depth in the backfield for, you know, fullback and running back when you need an emergency situation. You know, Penny's kind of become a little bit hybrid. He can play fullback. He can play the true running back position. He's done both for us this year. He does a good job for us in the kicking game. So in terms of having that player and all the hats that one guy can wear within a game, 
that's critical. In terms of the fullback being a dying position, you know, I don't know, you look at some of the top running teams in the league, they all have fullbacks. So there's a common theme in a lot of these teams. So if you want to go ahead and trace on through, there's different reasons for each one. There's different types of fullbacks in this league. I'd say when you look at the fullbacks, the common theme they all have is, you know, one, there's obviously an element of blocking, and two, they all contribute in the kicking game. Fullbacks don't normally play 65, 70 plays in the game. So what are you doing when you're not involved for those? You know, some teams, Baltimore, play, you know, significant number of snaps. You know, other teams, you know, New England, their fullback may play 15 to 20 snaps a game. What are they doing those other snaps to go ahead and give contributions? And Joe, if I could ask one totally unrelated question. Um, on Daniel, just because you're playing Tampa Bay this week, Last year when you played Tampa Bay, he had the two, if you remember, he had two really bad turnovers in the second half. And that's kind of, if you look at stats-wise, like a line of demarcation for him. Like, he became much better at taking care of the ball after that game. Is there anything to that, or is that coincidence? Like, was there a breakthrough that next week that he got it all of a sudden on taking care of I think Daniel's done a good job just progressing in his career throughout the course of time. And obviously, you got to learn from mistakes. And as he's made mistakes or had plays he wants to have back, you can't go back in a time machine, so you just got to go ahead and carry it forward, make sure that you don't repeat those mistakes. He's done a good job of that for us. I think when you look at last year, that was obviously a line you can say, you know, before this game, after this game, there was, you know, distinctly different results. So whether there was something happened distinctly in that game, obviously we make the emphasis every week of what we're doing correct, but he's improved as a player every game we've had him. And, you know, that was a significant part last year for him in terms of progressing in his career. Joe, from the, from the outside looking in, it would still seem plausible that you guys could, could make a, a run at a postseason berth. Is that something that you talk to your players about just so they're aware of the possibility still out there this season despite the record? I mean, when you look at the schedule, it does look plausible, or do you not raise that subject? No, our job right now is prepare for Tampa. You know, all those other games are hypotheticals. To go ahead and start looking beyond things that don't exist, you know, we're going to have our hands full today, you know, getting ready for getting better be as a team and then leading into Tampa. You know, they're one of the best teams in the league for a reason. They had the, probably arguably the greatest player to ever play the game, you know, down there run the huddle. So we got a lot of things to prepare for. Talking about hypotheticals, we got enough real things coming at us in a week's time. Joe, any COVID concerns coming off the bye week? No, we're going to ramp Gary back up. He's out here with us today. Part of his ramp will be going through individuals and stuff with us in practice. So he'll be involved. Burton's returned. He's back healthy. Um, Everyone's had to test, take multiple tests before getting in the building today. It includes every coach, every player, every staff member. So anyone who's out of the building. So right now, everyone's all clear. Joe, what did you do during the bye week to relax? Did you watch football? Or? Yeah, for the most part, different age groups, though. I got to watch some of the league games yesterday. Um, yeah, I had two sons that were involved in playoff games of their own. Um, one high school, one in the little league. Uh, my daughter's a cheerleader. So, you know, look. When I get a chance to relax, really family time is my chance to relax. So I was able to catch up on a lot of that this week. Uh, that's a valuable gift this time of year. You know, obviously you lead in different things this time of year. You have Thanksgiving come up around the bend, leads into Christmas, mother holiday breaks you get. So there's out, there's little things you get, half days here, half days there, day off here, day off there. For the holidays, you got to make sure you take time and soak it up. And we got to hit the players with understanding what's important. And you got to prioritize. And obviously right now, football's very significant in all of our lives. It's our job. It's our career path. You know, but also when the families come around, you got to make sure you take time to carve that time out. You just described okay, two more. Brady is maybe the, the greatest player ever. Is that a challenge as a coach that you embrace? It's fun to you to, to try to defend maybe the greatest player of all time? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, you have the opportunity to go against a player like Tom. I mean, who's obviously one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest. You know, it makes you do everything you can to prepare and make sure you're giving your guys absolutely the best information possible, you know, the best plan possible, and then understanding that throughout the game, 
there's going to have to be a number of adjustments because this guy's seen it all. You know, you're not going to go ahead and throw one thing at this guy and think that's going to work for 60 minutes. So as a coach, you got to look and think ahead and play ahead. Uh, that all sounds great. you got to get in the flow of the game and actually get out there and do it and execute it. Uh, but in terms of playing against a guy like Tom, coach like Bruce, I mean, these guys are phenomenal. Some of the best to ever do it for a reason. One more. Washington, Washington beat them yesterday, obviously. Um, would you have, obviously, that hurts you in the standings. Would you have rather Tom come into this game a little fat and content rather than uh, <laughs> angry and, and looking, to, looking to redeem himself? I don't know if that exists. I mean, this guy's always working to be the best out there. I would expect to see their best football of the year this year. I really would. I would expect to see Tom play his best football. I expect them to play their best defense as a team, best offense, best coaching job they had. You know, look, it's a very, very talented roster. You know, they won the championship last year for a reason. Very, very rare to return all your players the way they did. That's something you just don't see a lot in any kind of professional sports, let alone the National Football League. You know, it's a great opportunity for them to go against a team like this and compete. Uh, I would expect to see their absolute best this week.